Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Doing a special Sports Beat on this Wednesday morning. I hope that everybody's having a great day. And as we get ready to tackle what's going on in sports, we had a lot of sports stories just hit the wire over the night. And I'm going to have my opinion on them. I'm going to talk about them. And I'm going to tell you what I think. But first, Let's get right to it because I actually think that we will have a basketball season as it looks like they're going to have, now I don't know what the terms are going to be, but it looks like they're going to have NBA season as they are, they will play the playoffs. I think this is probably what's going to happen, that they're going to get into the training facility and they are going to have two weeks worth of practice. And they're going to go right into the postseason, which means that the final standings after the season ended, March 11th, will be the teams. They they proposed a couple of things. They proposed, you know, doing interconferences, like the one seed would play the the 16 seed. They've talked about ranking all the teams, and so you have Western Conference teams playing Eastern Conference teams. I don't think that's going to happen. I think looking at the standings. We're going to start with the Eastern Conference because the Milwaukee Bucks finished the season at 53 and 12. They would be the number one seed taking on the Orlando Magic. Now, I just want to clear this up. The Magic right now are in the eighth spot. The next team is five games out, the Washington Wizards. So even if they were going to finish the regular season, which I highly doubt it because we just don't have enough time, about 65 games were played, and then the season abruptly ended. If they had regular season games, I see a scenario where they do about five, but really they would be just exhibition warm-up games just to get the playoffs going. So the Wizards are five games out of the playoffs. So the Milwaukee Bucks would play the Orlando Magic. I don't think the Magic have a chance against the Bucks. They are the best team in the NBA, led by the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo. They also have Great players, George Hill and Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton. They, they got a great team. You know, 28-3 and three at home. They are just unbeatable at home. And then the, the next seed would be the Toronto Raptors. You're defending NBA champions going up against the Brooklyn Nets. Interesting matchup because do you think – I'm, I'm just wondering if so much time has elapsed that Kevin Durant is ready to play for the Brooklyn Nets. That will be an interesting scenario. You know, with the season abruptly ending, you got to think, okay, we have the Philadelphia 76ers and the Indiana Pacers. They're both tied at 39 and 26. Who would win the tiebreaker? And then you also have the Boston Celtics at the third seed, and then the Miami Heat would be the fourth seed. So those matchups would be interchangeable if they went straight to the regular season. The Eastern Conference teams are set. 
Those eight teams will play in the playoffs. Looking like it will be at in the Orlando at the Wide World of Sports Disney Complex. That's a pretty good combination with ESPN calling the games and you have Disney. It's a controlled environment. They're going to get tested. They're going to self-quarantine if somebody tests positive. I highly doubt it. They want to get this season going on. And a lot of the players are training at their own homes. It's going to take about a couple of weeks to get into basketball shape. You look at the Western Conference. This favors the Los Angeles Lakers to have this long of a break. I expect them to play basketball in July. We're going to have two to three weeks of a training camp. The Los Angeles Lakers, who are the number one seed in the Western Conference, has a lot of veteran players, including Rajon Rondo, Danny Green, obviously LeBron James, Anthony Davis. That would benefit them because they are a veteran team and they have had a lot of time to rest and heal. They would take on right now the Memphis Grizzlies. Now the team that's on the outside, the Portland Trailblazers, along with the New Orleans Pelicans, they are three and a half games out of the playoffs when the season ended. And Damon Lillard says he's not going to play if his team doesn't have a chance on making the playoffs. I do see a scenario if they play five regular season games that all the Portland Trailblazers have to do is win out. And the Grizzlies, who, you know, were four and six in their last ten, the Grizzlies would have to lose out. I mean, that's the only scenario where the Portland Trailblazers can get in. I know the world wants to see Zion Williamson in the playoffs, maybe next year, but the Memphis Grizzlies, led by John Morant, I don't think they stand a chance against the Lakers. Lakers with a veteran team. They have a lot of experience, a lot of playoff experience. That that series would be over quickly. The the, the Lakers' biggest challenger is the two-seed, the Los Angeles Clippers. They would take on the Dallas Mavericks. I'd be really excited about seeing this matchup with Luka Doncic going up against Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Even without fans, this is captivating. We have got to see this on TV. The Denver Nuggets, the third seed, disappointing last year, but they come in here with the Joker, Jamal Murray, got some great players. Paul Millsap, an underrated power forward, would go up against the Houston Rockets. Now, I'm not sure where the tiebreakers are going to be here because the Oklahoma City Thunder were also 40-24, and 24, so they were tied with the Houston Rockets, but they have them as the fifth seed. So the Oklahoma City Thunder would take on a Utah Jazz team that does not have Boygon. Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich is out for the season. They're talented shooter. Of course, the Utah Jazz has Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. That would be an interesting matchup going up against the Thunder, which is a surprise team led by point guard Chris Paul and led by Dennis Schroeder, Stephen Adams. You know, this team playing without Russell Westbrook went on to Houston. That would be very interesting. It does look like the playoffs were set. The season ended on March 11th, and it didn't look like there was a team that was maybe a game out. The the team that is the most out is by three and a half games. So I think the playoffs are set. I think that they are going to start in July. And your NBA Finals are going to be the Lakers and the Bucks. I think the Los Angeles Lakers win, and they take advantage of the rest. And the veteran players get LeBron James' fourth ring, and he wins Reigns with three different teams. And what's impressive, what's going to be impressive about LeBron James is he's going to win in the Western Conference. Now, next year will be a different story. Next year, 
the Golden State Warriors not only get a high lottery pick, they get an, a healthy Klay Thompson, a healthy Steph Curry. Andrew Wiggins comes off the bench. I don't know where Draymond Green's going to go. The Golden State Warriors, they ended abruptly at 15-50. and 50. They'll get the most ping pong balls, so it, it's going to look pretty good. Actually, they're not going to get the most ping pong balls. They, I think they changed the NBA lottery, but they will get a top pick. And uh, hopefully the Golden State Warriors will be back in the playoffs last year. Hopefully the Golden State Warriors will be back in the playoffs next year. All right, so that, that is just my uh, take on the National Basketball Association. The NHL is thinking about having a 24-team playoff if the season resumes. That's a lot of teams in the playoffs. I mean, it looks like you know the Sharks are out of it, the Detroit Red Wings. They, I don't even think they have a chance. But that that should be interesting. They're talking about playing in two different venues. I mean that that could be a possibility. You know we have Major League Baseball. They they still have not come to an agreement about starting the season. But one thing I've noticed is that sports is returning. As we turn the calendar in June, in July, I see a scenario where sports will return. I tell you, I was captivated by over the weekend. The match, too. It was Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning going up against Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. What was great about that, of course, they were playing for charity and they didn't have fans, but the commentary was so clever and funny with Charles Barkley being one of the commentators. And, you know, they had the players mic'd up. And when I turned it on, you know, Tom Brady actually hit that shot. It was an amazing shot. And that actually got twice as many viewers as a Masters game, a Masters match like on a Friday. That was the highest rated golf matchup in cable history. They knocked it out of the park. Way to go, TNT, just knocking it out of the park. And I'm looking forward to seeing stuff like that. I think as sports fans, we just want to be captivated in the moment. We want to see live sports on TV. It was great seeing documentaries. I love The Last Dance. I know right now they're airing a two-part series on Lance Armstrong. And after that, ESPN 30 for 30 is going to have a documentary on Bruce Lee. And they're going to have a documentary on Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Those are all great. I love sports documentaries. But I want to get back to live sports. I know you do as well. A prediction is I feel the National Football League will start on time. And they will start possibly without fans. But as as a restrictions are regulated and we just don't have any more cases, and if they have a vaccination, I feel that fans will return to the NFL stadiums. One thing about the states coming in together, and they are going to have facilities open, especially it's huge in New York that, that players can actually now practice and the facilities are now opening. They are taking steps to return. And I know that's what we want to see as sports fans, especially football fans. I'm a big football fan myself, living in the South, in college football and pro football is going to be an exciting season. I know we talked about the NFL schedule. We talked about one of the breakout players that could be a great player this year is Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. His jersey sales is great. He's already got popularity. I think he's going to start week one. And I feel the Dolphins have a superstar. But 
You also got to remember, the Dolphins don't have the greatest luck with quarterbacks since Dan Marino. Think of all the quarterbacks they went through. And I really feel bad for a guy like Josh Rosen, which the Cardinals and the Dolphins have jumped ship on him, and he's only entering his third season. You could tell right away when a player can't play. But the Chicago Bears will allow Mitchell Trubisky to get another shot. Why? Because he was drafted second overall. They want to prove that Mitchell Trubisky could still play in this league. But the insurance policy that the Chicago Bears have is Nick Foles. Nick Foles has won a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. So that's a possibility. If Trubisky struggles, the Bears can easily go to Nick Foles and justify picking him up. Cam Newton still does not have a home. I think a couple of places where he could fit. He could fit in Pittsburgh because Ben Roethlisberger, we don't know what type of player he's going to be. And that kind of fits Cam Newton's system. And I think Cam Newton could be a backup in Arizona. I think if Kyler Murray gets hurt, Arizona does not have a viable backup quarterback. And this may shock a lot of people, but I think it's a possibility he could be a backup in Atlanta. He's from Atlanta. I know Matt Ryan, he doesn't get injured that much. But, I mean, that would be good for him to still be in the division. He can give the Falcons pointers on on how to play the Panthers and how to play the Saints. But I just thrown that out there. I thought it would be cool. Because, you know, he is from College Park, Georgia. And his little brother is going to play at Georgia. So, I'm excited. I I can't wait to watch Cam Newton. He's going to have a job in the NFL. I know you would think the Patriots would be a logical fit, but... It doesn't fit what the Patriots are trying to do. They're going to stick with Jared Stidham. And I'll be honest with you, the Patriots are doomed for a 6-10 season. I don't see a scenario where the New England Patriots make the playoffs. It's just, it's hard to imagine. They don't have any weapons. You know, losing Gronk, you know, Gronk retired and then he went to the Buccaneers. Julian Edelman's their best receiver. Are you going to have Mohamed Sanu? Uh, What about Nikhil Harry? I mean, is Sony Michelle really an elite running back? And, you know, that offensive line, you know, they lost their, probably one of the greatest offensive line coaches of all time, Dante Skarnecki. He was with Bill Belichick since day one. When Bill Belichick got hired in the year 2000, Dante Skarnecki was with him. And he retired. A different offensive line coach. It is going to be hard. It's been a revolving door for all the the offensive linemen. Nate Soldier went to the New York Giants. You know, they lost Isaiah Wynn. I mean, he could come back. Shaq Mason. You know, they have some some decent offensive linemen, but, you know, the one thing that has been great about the New England Patriots and the reason why Tom Brady has been able to have protection is that offensive line has been great because Dante Skarnacki. So that is all the time I have on the show. You know, I tell you what, I am really looking forward to Friday's show. Going to have Jenny Fisher on again. If you didn't listen to last week's show, we had a blast. Jenny brings a different perspective to sports, and I feel that she could do her own podcast too. I I think that would be great. I would love to be a guest on her podcast as well. But, you know, it's interesting when you have two different perspectives, but you have two different people that grew up in different backgrounds. But it's always great. I'm looking forward to having her on the show on Friday. Like I said, I do this twice a week. I do a show where I'm just flying solo. 
And then I got Jenny Fisher on on Fridays. Want to thank all the listeners that have downloaded my podcast. Don't forget to you can like me on Facebook. And every time I do a show, I put a link on my Facebook page. And you can also download the podcast and listen to the podcast at any time, at any of your convenience. Download the podcast of your choice on your favorite platform. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. And I'm on Anchor. And there's a few others like Google Cast and Pocket Cast. I think some others. Well, that's all the time I have on the show. I hope everybody has a great week. And I will see you Friday. Bye. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.